Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back again. Well, that was weird. Welcome to Wednesday show. <laughs> All right, morning studio. Morning. morning. Here we are. We're we're here. We're glad you're here. Let's do what we do every morning to start us off. Here he is, our producer who does all the videos. He's a data for everybody. Producer Eddie. Let's go. Guys, my Christmas is off to a bad start. I busted out the lights for the first time. And half of them, no, 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 not half. Ninety percent of them don't work. Is this no. though where if one string, one light doesn't work, the rest doesn't work? So no, we- no, you're talking about how the string works, but every third light is out, and I'm just oh. like, this is ridiculous. And so what do I do? I sit at the table with all my replacements, plug them in one at a time. I got, an, I get on Amazon. Can I buy more replacements? I'm checking the fuses. I'm like Clark Griswold over here. It's terrible. So, are you done? Uh, I put. Uh, there's two sets of lights that are look good, but the rest I've hung up, but I can't plug them in because they're missing lights, and I'm still waiting on Amazon orders. But then where do you put them? Is it just tree, or are you going to do the outside of your house? I'm doing trim around the house, so around the door frame, around the garage, around some trees. You're doing and it then, all yourself? Yeah, oh yeah. well, I get help from my 14-year-old. And then Big Santa, he's up. You're blowing it back up? Big uh, Santa's back up, baby. That's good. Like now, that. that one, the lights worked, and he's, he was full. That's what and, I'm worried about. Yeah, it was great. It's perfect. I saw I was driving to work. <laughs> Monday, and I saw somebody had hit a deer on the side of the road. Oh. Like a, because it was just nighttime and they hit a deer. And then I drove up like, I don't know, a quarter mile, and then that big blown up reindeer was also laying down on the side of the road. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah, they just want a deer spree. Doom, doom. Oh, hit a real man. one, hit a, the fake one. There's <laughs> any deer. 
fake deer. But he had a big blow up deer. deer big blow up deer was hit too. Dang, that's crazy, man. All right, up next, he says his mother in law is in love with him, so his father in law takes it out on him. Here he is. <laughs> Wish a Merry Christmas to Lunchbox, everybody. I am here coming to Dr. Bones needing an advice, a diagnosis. What do you call it? Diagnosis? There that's, you what, go. that's what's called it, yes. Diagnostic, yeah. No, di- no, no. Diagnosis. Just. Okay, go ahead. Diagnosis. Is it your nasty cough? Yes, listen. Oh, my, oh my gosh. Had, Thank I, I've had something going on for two weeks. Two weeks. And I cannot get rid of it. I've been to the doctor twice in here. Ray, play a little bit of it. Oh, no. We have a clip. <coughs> oh, stop. Don't play that. Okay, we're good. <coughs> we hear this during breaks all the time, and mm-hmm. we, like, lean away from him. Well, he's right next to me. No, no, that's me every me. morning. Ray, play it a little bit. <coughs> oh, no more. No more. No more. Go ahead. That is me. I have to get up an hour earlier just to, I, so I can cough all the mucus out of my system. Ugh. I've been to the doctor twice. I can't figure it out, so I'm coming to you, Dr. Bones. What is wrong with me? In general or the cough? The cough. <laughs> oh. I always wonder what's wrong with you normally because you have two parents that love you, a stable home, all of these reasons for you to be a little more normal and nice, but you don't, you're not. So that's a whole different thing. Yeah. But being that I do have a doctorate from the University of Arkansas, honorary doctorate, mm-hmm. um, have you been to the doctor at all? Twice. And they've said? They gave me a breathing treatment. They gave me a steroid shot. They gave me a steroid pack. They gave me cough medicine and cough pills. Oh. Guess what? Here we are two weeks later. Still got it. It must be viral then. Because anything viral, you can't really go in and fix. It's a virus. It's got to run its course. I mean, at night, I'm telling you what, I wake up five times a night coughing. <laughs> can't hey, sleep hey, throughout let, the night. Hey, let the doctor talk. Have man. you had any sort of, you've had antibiotic? I haven't had antibiotic. Well, it's viral. Steroids. I know, but you I know, had steroids. I always like to take antibiotic for no reason at all a couple times a year. No, don't do that. That's not good. <laughs> don't do that. Doctor, you don't up. do that. <laughs> so this is what I'm going to say. <laughs> do, you, do you have like an antibiotic or, or do you have a pack at the house? No, no, I already, no, I don't know. have a pack. I took a steroid is- pack. Isn't a Z-Pack a steroid yeah. pack? Okay. I've already done that. You took all the, like, five and the four, five, three. four, three, two, one. Okay. Oh Boom, all done. So I think what you need to do is just record a couple boneheads ahead of time and then just take a couple days off. And don't like talk. It. Yeah, you can't do anything. Well, no, no, guys, I, it's been two weeks. I've, no, I'm saying, no, 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 you have to just rest and get better. Yeah, he's just trying to find drink a way Drink a lot of water. No, no, I drink a lot of water, and I wake up six night, times a night to pee and cough, and it's awful. You do it I mean, at the same I'm, time? That feels messy. Duh. Oh, no, it does. No, it, it, it's just the coughing causing you to pee? You have to, like, when you're, when you're peeing and you have to cough, you have to hold it in because mm-hmm. it gets crazy. It stinks. Coughs are terrible because you can't get rid of them. It has been horrendous. Like, I'm coughing up blood. Well, wait, okay, this that, is okay, getting Okay, now worse. it just elevated. Now, yeah, let me type it in here. Oh. Like that could uh, I just be... got the death card. Yeah. yeah, sometimes it's mucus, sometimes it's blood. It's okay. terrible. Yeah. I diagnosed by tarot cards. Well, looks like, uh, <laughs> yeah, did, does the doctor know there's blood? Yeah, I told him that. And what did he say? Uh, she was just like, okay, well, we'll give you a breathing. Very sexist to me to say what he would say. I should have but said, no, what did I the mean, doctor say? Yes. Go ahead. They said. My doctor's uh, a guy, so I just assume everybody else is, is. They gave me a breathing treatment and said, yeah, that's probably not very good. Probably very irritating. I'm like, yeah, you think? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, it's, yeah, it's, it's just time. Did you watch uh, The Crown? The, the king, the original king, the queen's dad, you know, it was way back in the day. He was coughing up blood. Pretty sure. Was- yeah, you. What, here's what I'm going to say. You got three weeks to live. Yeah. I would find a bull named Fu Manchu. Yeah, I'm go, being honest. Go skydiving. Mm-hmm. Maybe jump out of a plane. Yeah. He's going to cough again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. So bad. Is that blood? 
Well, have we You're tried good. like Mucinex? You just want to oh, take he's it. spitting it. Bro, just take a couple days off. Man, no. Record I, a couple I, boneheads. I'm take here a couple for days off. I'm here for the listeners. Bones, like, Bones, he's collecting his mucus in a cup. Uh, Come on, we can't have that. Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. That's so gross. I mean, I got to. I got I got my water bottle and I got a cup. You need to just rest and drink a lot of water. All right. Thank Sleep you. and water is the best thing that we can do once we've tried other things. If it's viral, ain't nothing happening until it runs its course. <laughs> Thank I'm very you, sorry Mom. that's happening to you. Gosh. It's making me feel like I have stuff in my throat. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm, I'm definitely past the contagious stage because, I mean, it's been two weeks. Uh, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, here's a prescription for some Xanax. What is that? Xanax. Yeah, oh, that'll put you to sleep. Yeah, just it'll, it'll rest you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Here you go. Take this. All right, let's go over here. She is uh, Amy, everybody. Yeah, all right. <laughs> So I started sleeping with my phone in the bathroom. It's close enough to where I can still hear my alarm. Why? Because you Man talked who sleep with this. phone in the bathroom wake up with stinky phone. No, 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 no. <laughs> I've heard from a lot of people that that's the best place to put it. So it's out of your way. You don't have that. And then like last week you shared with us some story about how it's good to not sleep with your phone by you. Mm-hmm. And so my bathroom happens to be close enough to where if I have the door open... I can hear my alarm go off, and I can still hear my noisemaker because I use my phone as a noisemaker, too. It's not going to last. I like the idea of it, but it's not going to last. Why? Why Because you're going to oversleep. You're going to sleep a little too hard. You won't hear the phone. You're going to get up and be like, I need to check text messages. And you're going to be like, why don't I just leave it here? You're going to get a second phone line that goes in. It's not even that phone line. You're like, well, I'm keeping that phone in there, but I keep this one here just in case. That's a good. Let us know how it works. If the experiment works. Yeah. Yeah. I've done it two nights. She's proud of that. <laughs> hey, it has to start somewhere. I like it. It's right. Yeah. Every great voyage starts with a single step. That's right. That wow. is right. Thank yeah. you very much. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he loves Sonic, and maybe Lunchbox needs a colonic. <laughs> Bobby Bones. Yeah, maybe he does. Wow, that's, that's good, good man. Yeah, yeah I thought about that, that for your cough. I now diagnose you with... Is that the thing up the... Yes. Let's do it live. Yes. Yeah. No. I hey, doing that. Yeah, okay, do here's it. what I'm going to do. I, I need everybody that listens to the show, not everybody, but there's a small selection of folks to, if I'm a doctor and prescribing things, to take a pill, a chill pill. Now, let me tell you what chill pill I'm going to have everybody take. It's the one where you don't get upset because some stations are doing like Mary Swiftmas. They're giving away Taylor Swift tickets. They're not saying Taylor Swift is bigger than Christ. They're not yeah. replacing Christ. It's a goofy name that's just a Taylor Swift giveaway. I get complaints going, why are you doing Taylor Swiftmas? You don't love the Lord? And I'm like, first of all, I'm not doing Swiftmas. But if a station is and I'm reading their liners, it has nothing to do with their love of the Lord. There's a, We have a station called like Kicks, like Kicks 106. Mary Kicksmas. They're not saying Kicks is better than Christ. It's just a dopey name. I don't even like it. But I'm telling you, don't get up. Just And if it's so upsetting to you, you can change the station. Even, even here. But you can also enter to win. Absolutely. That's I mean, what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, Taylor Swift tickets are hard to come by. Yeah. Wow. There's like Mary Riffsmas where they do like guitars. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So, but don't assume they're taking Christ out of it for any reason other than it just sounds. They may say it's a Swiftmas Christmas. It's just a repl- It's not even Whoa. a replacement for Christ. So, mm-hmm. everybody, take a chill pill and call me in the morning. Where, where yeah. do we get that pill? Just, you just, it's um, metaphorical. Lean, lean up and it's in your butt. <laughs> okay. There, oh, that's, there it is. That's every question. I'm like, hey, Kayla, have you seen the remote? She's like, oh my, because I'm like 12. And she'll hit me back with, oh yeah, have you checked your butt? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, haha. She hits me back with a 12 year old. All right. We're here. As you can tell, we're stupid today. Um, lunchbox is sick. Mm. But toughen it out for you guys. You're free to go home. I'm good, man. The listeners, I mean, they would start tune out. Ratings would go down. 
And that would hurt us all? Fire. Wow, you're giving. You're yeah, very so good. Nice of you, man. Hey, it's a Christmas season. Christmas spirit, and I hope you have good tidings for the rest of the show. Thank you, you too. Time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I could use your advice. One of my best friends recently got married, which is great, except now he insists his wife comes with him whenever we hang out. This will be fine, except his wife is a buzzkill. She complains about anything and everything we do. When we go to a restaurant, she complains about the food, the service, the experience. Not only does she complain to her husband, but she complains to the wait staff. Mm. Another example of a chronic complaining is when a group of us went to a concert. He brought her, despite the fact that she didn't even know the band, and she complained the entire time. She complained about the opener, the volume, the length of the concert. Lastly, she criticizes and complains about my driving from the backseat of the car. That irritates me because she didn't offer to drive, pay for gas, and doesn't even know how to get there. I love my friend, and I want to invite him, but I would prefer if he doesn't bring his wife along to everything. I don't know how to tell him this. What do I do? Signed, friend of a best friend with a buzzkill wife. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's complicated. Amy, I heard you over there making a couple noises. What do you think? Yeah, because I'm like, that is such a bummer. <laughs> I would feel like you would maybe eventually have to say, hey, there's going to be the guys. Yeah, you can try that, but... If that doesn't work, when it doesn't work, you just have to stop inviting him to things. Yeah. Oh, him because, too? Yeah, well, the problem is you're going to put him in a situation where he has to go to his wife and say, hey, you can't come. It's going to make his home life uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's Everybody loses then. The guy loses. The friend loses. The wife. Everybody loses in that situation. So the easiest thing to do first is go, hey, we're doing a guy's night only. Uh, me and Chuck and Butch and I don't know. <laughs> we're all getting together. Great guys. We're going and we're eating ham hocks. You know, whatever guys do. <laughs> Uh, and okay, well, you know, it's hard to get away. If he just can't come to something without her, you just can't invite him anymore because you don't want to put him in the situation to go, hey, they don't want you there because then she'll hate you and then it'll make him not be able to be around you at all. Do you think people that are buzzkills have any inkling they're a buzzkill? Like, do they yeah, like, know? Like, I know I am sometimes. I'm cool with this. So I don't do much. Okay. Like, I want to be invited, but I don't want to go. But you're not, an, okay, but yeah, you don't, I don't annoy complain. other people. I don't people. complain. I just right. don't. I just don't. You're not vocal about it. You'll go sit in a corner. Yes. And right. that's just how I live my life. And that's, but that's not, you're not making anybody, you're not killing anybody else's fun. Okay. That's fair. So you're actually not a buzzkill, but I would just, that's, I would give well, him the opportunity to maybe, I mean, does he know his wife is that way? Could he talk to her about it and be like, Hey babe, could we chill on the complaining? The problem is if you mention it to him, he's also going to be offended. Yeah, his wife that's his wife. About. Yeah. yeah. I know, but. No one answer, wants to hear their wife is a buzzkill. The answer is this. <laughs> You say, hey, we're having a guy's night only. Obviously, Chuck and Butch will be there. Yeah, mm-hmm. ham hocks. And yeah. we're going to go, and you see if he can come. Chuck. And if he can, then then you have to strategically plan your guy's nights. Mm. And then, but then you have to have her come to things occasionally, too. But if he can't, he, he can't hang out with you anymore. That, there goes your best friend. Th- that's it. <gasps> yeah, it's, I mean, it, it ha- happens. this happens, man. It happens. It does? Yes. Yeah. I've lost many of friends. Because of bud kill, buzz buzz kill, kill wives. wives. <laughs> and bud kill wives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, I had no idea. It happens. They kill too much of your bud, and then the next thing you know. <laughs> like, if you get stopped in, inviting places as a couple, know you have the buzzkill wife. Yeah, you know what happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, dang, I don't want to be the buzzkill. Which is why Caitlin, she's like, why don't we get invited anymore? You should get the buzzkill husband. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it, man. It's easy for you. As guys, we can tell you, uh, you, you have to plan a guy's night, and you got to be around her some because she's your best friend's wife. But if it comes to the point, you can't ask him to say something to her. You just got to not invite him anymore. Mm-hmm. That's the deal. You know why? 
Stone Cold said so. <laughs> yeah. That's why. All right, thank you. That's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. It's a Bobby Bones Show interview. In case you didn't know. You would know her from songs like My Church. Can I get a hallelujah? The Bones. Nothing's ever gonna move it when the bones are good. And I could use a love song. I could use a love song. Great songwriter, great singer. Her husband, Ryan Hurd, a dear friend of mine. I'm very jealous of his muscles. And here she is, Marin Morris. Go! On the Bobby Bones Show now. Marin Morris. Okay, here's the thing. Marin's final show in her Humble Quest tour is happening here on December 2nd. And it's at Bridgestone Arena. Get tickets at MarinMorris.com. I hope you go because Marin is lovely and she is a, a wonderful performer and she has all the songs that you like. Now, I've said all that. Now, Marin, welcome to the show. Hi. Hey, see, what do you even say after that exactly? Um, so, Marin, there is this romantic version of an artist like yourself and what backstage is. And people are always like, I want to go backstage at Marin Morris. And again, it's, uh, I guess the movies make backstage look cool. Could you explain to our audience what exactly is happening backstage at one of your shows? Bridgestone Arena will probably be a much nicer backstage than a lot of the backstages that we've had um, in recent tours. So, I mean, it could be shabbier for sure. I would say, like, we try to have it pretty spick and span, not too cluttered. We have a vibe room where you can, like, make yourself a drink before the show or playing music um, and hanging and just, yeah, getting into show mode. But um, I don't know how romantic it is. Well, um, unless Ryan's there. Well, I don't even mean like you guys are going to make out. I mean, like people think, you know, it's where the big, all the partying <laughs> happens. You. It's like, it's going, it's, it's bat s crazy backstage is where the, the artist is go as bonkers before the show. I mean, it's really just where you kind of, you don't even go hang backstage for the most part. I mean, usually you're in your bus, right? Yeah. I would say like, this is the first tour I've hung out the most just because I've got my son out. Uh, and I, I really enjoy hanging in the venue with everyone. It's fun. But I would say, like, this Friday at Bridgestone, we're obviously going to party on stage. But then um, I think the after party, because <laughs> it's the end of the tour, is going to be way more intense and fun than the, the pre-show. And this is why you guys have to go to the show. It's the final show of the tour, which means it all gets left out there. You know, say a, a ball player, like, leave it all out on the field. You don't want to finish the game. And, yeah, like, it's, it's going to be an excellent show. You should drive in. You should fly in and go to this show. Now, here's the question. If someone buys merch, now, Lunchbox thinks that it is bad form to wear the merch that you bought at that show that night. Right, Lunchbox? 100%. You look like a loser. What, <laughs> Mara, what do you think about this rule? I have to respectfully disagree. Lunchbox, Same. I think it's cool. I think, like, and also, how who would know that you bought it that day? Uh, because you're wearing it over another shirt. <laughs> I mean, those people look like absolute tools. Okay, so if you didn't go to the bathroom to change your shirt, like, maybe you'll just look a little weird. But, yeah, I, I think that it's cool to wear the merch to the show. Also, a lot of our shows, except for this one, have been outdoors. So if it's chilly at night and you see people in the sweat sets, I'm like, oh, that's a really smart purchase. Do you ever wear your own merch? Because you just have some extras like in a drawer somewhere and you're like, oh, I guess I'll just wear this. And then you put it on and it's your face. I actually did for the first time on this tour. I wore a face tee um, because they were brand new and they looked cool and very 90s. And I, I'm not ashamed I wore it on stage. Yeah. See, 
I, I have a lot of uh, Bobby Bones tour shirts that I cut the sleeves out of and just work out. I have I have Ryan Hurd shirts and and my own merch shirts. That's basically what I work out in. And like long haired Ryan Hurd, is he is he just dad now with short hair? Or do you think he'll go back to the Jesus look? I do miss the Jesus look on him. Uh, every time it gets a little long though, he just has that itch to go get it all cut off. So if you can talk him into growing it out, I can't, but maybe you can. All right. Maren, we have a few questions left for you, which, by the way, everybody needs to go to Maren's final show, Bridgestone Arena in Nashville. Okay, quick versions, quick questions here. Everything that's like your set pieces for your tour, where does it go once the tour is over? What do you do with it? I mean, I wish I put it in my backyard um, because this this tour set was really cool. It had a ton of trees and all this grass, but um, I think it goes to a warehouse, and sometimes they get recycled to, uh, on other tours, but... Um, do you want them? I do not want them, <laughs> but I have a humongous red Bobby Bones. It's a blow up that I have not been able to do anything with since I bought it. And it just sits in my garage. And it's like, I don't, I don't know what to do with this. So I can only imagine all the things that you have that you've paid for that you don't know what to do with. I should probably be better on future tours about planning the set so I can use the set pieces after the tour is over in my home. Well, if you need to buy a cheap Bobby Bones, the letters are like six foot tall. Let me know because I, I can definitely hook you up. Uh, yeah, would you like a neon hero sign in your basement? You know, that would work a little better than than <laughs> what I have right now. Okay, Marin, quick Googled questions about you. Uh, the most Google questions are, here are the top three. Number one, how tall is Marin Morris? 5'1". What is Marin Morris's most famous song? The Middle or The Bones or My Church? I don't know. That's your whole catalog, Marin. We didn't say <laughs> whole catalog. Depends on who you ask. <laughs> and then Sorry. finally, does Marin want to get into acting? Um, yeah, I would try it try it like you want to you're already trying it or you would try it if somebody came to you i would try it if it, it was the right project i i don't think i could play someone totally dissimilar to myself but i think yeah i would i'd take a stab at it listen there she is i hope everybody goes to the show you know i'm a massive Marin fan and MarinMorris.com. It all ends on this show in Nashville, December 2nd, Bridgestone Arena with Rustin Kelly and Brittany Spencer. Marin, you know we love you and I hope the show goes awesome and we will talk to you and see you soon. Thanks, Bobby. Thanks, right. Lunchbox. Bye, Marin. Bye. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Ernie Botch Jr. is a businessman making business deals, trying to get that money. He lives in the Boston area, and last week he was like, I need to do something good for the community. So he said, I'm going to give away $50,000 in gas. So he just put on social media, hey, starting at 8 a.m., free gas at this gas station. I bet you there wasn't anybody trampled there. Oh, right. And he just imagined everyone. He just sat there filling up gas tanks for $50,000 every car. Now you want some gas? Fill her up! Fill her up! Fill her what up! What if you wait in line and the one in front of you is the one that hits 50,000? Right. No more gas. Go oh. home. That has to happen. There Go has to be home, that everybody. person. There has to be someone that is the cutoff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's the second time he's done this this year. That's crazy. What kind of business? Yeah. What kind of businessman is he making those business deals making that money? Uh-huh. That's what I need to find out because if he's got 50,000 uh, to give away. 100,000. Yeah, actually right. And it's not like it's a to a 501c3. It's a gas station. A what? <laughs> That's a like, charity organization. Like, you, oh. if you have a money, you have to donate it. So, why don't you do something like this? You want to make the news? He did. I don't have fifty thousand dollars. Okay, forty nine. I don't have forty nine. What if I do five dollars? <laughs> hey, you get five dollars of gas. You get five dollars of gas. Would that make the news? I don't know. If you do it twice <laughs> only, no. What is that? One gallon. <laughs> I mean, and stop right there. You got to make one, sure everyone one stops. And a half what gallon. did you do? <laughs> 
Sorry, that's all you get. Uh, what's his name again? His name is Ernie Botch Jr. Ernie Botch Jr. Good deal. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. On yesterday's show, we had a listener call us and say, can you tell me what the Chrisleys actually did to go to jail? Now, the Chrisleys, a reality show family, you followed their life. They were rich. They were flamboyant, loud, funny. Todd guest hosted this show. He was so nice. I like Todd. And all of a sudden, I see they're in trouble. Then I see they're going to jail for a long time. Both of them. So Lunchbox gave us a story about how, according to the documents in the court case, they apparently committed bank fraud where they took out a loan for 20 million bucks and then transferred the money and then said, oh, we don't have the money anymore. We're going bankrupt. So the money never got paid back, but they got to keep it. It was in somebody else's account. Is that pretty accurate according to what you read? According to what this lawyer on YouTube told me. Yes. Anything I said there could be not be using it to me in a court of law, and this is uh, just something that <laughs> yeah. I heard, and I'm just trying to give it right a bit of a good deal. Okay, there's the statement I need to read. But they're going to these prisons that are like white-collar prisons, and we're like, man, that sounds awesome. Like, you get to go with their tennis courts. And then people are like, no, it ain't that nice. Okay, I'm going to put on Ed... So Ed apparently worked at the place where the Chrisleys are going to prison. Oh, man. Oh, perfect. Ed, what does that mean you worked at the place? I was a contractor. We were doing renovations on the air conditioning systems. So is it the one where he's going or the one where she's going? No, it's the one where he's going. It's an all-male facility there in Pensacola. So can you tell me what this place is like? Because they say pri- they say prison, but what was it like on the inside? It's like it's not jail cells. It's like individual apartments, okay? You've got multiple buildings. It's probably got 10 to 15 apartments in each building. Uh, they've got a golf course. They've got tennis courts. Oh, my they've God. Got a swimming pool. I'm going to the bank they've today got, after the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. A golf course? Wait. What is happening? Yes, I. You probably I, don't need a tea time. I do need oh to go God. away. Oh, my God. They Lock look better than up. Ray does. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt, Ed. We're just in dis- Go ahead. They have all this stuff. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, they have a they have a dining hall. There's there's actually no jail cells anywhere. It's all set up like apartments, and all the inmates they do all the grounds work. They cut the grass, trim the bushes, edge the place is immaculate, you know. And uh, what's so funny about it? I I had a truck and a trailer, and uh, when you first come in, you fill out your paperwork. They give you a sticker to put on your vehicle. And when you come in in the morning, they wave you through, and I was pulling a trailer. And in the afternoons, they never even checked the trailer to see if I had four or five people piled up in the trailer. They just wave at you and tell you, see you tomorrow, you know. Like, you could have driven out. They the security is so lax, you could have driven out with the whole Chrisley family and just peaced out. <laughs> yeah. They have a chain link fence around it, but there's no razor wire or nothing like you would see at a, at a big uh, prison. And the inmates have to wear uniforms, but they, they give them uh, white pants and, like, a white polo shirt. They're not in the orange jumpsuits or anything like that. And they even got several of them to come help us when we would unload materials and stuff. It, it's really lax, you know. But they do have, the, at night, uh, they they go to every apartment and they do a, a head count, you know, to make sure nobody left. So Why would you want to leave? But, uh, you got tea time in the morning. I wouldn't yeah. go. I'd, be, I'd go to bed. Sounds great. Yeah. It's yeah. A, wow. You don't want to take anyone to do scared straight there because they'd be like, no, I'm going to commit some crimes. <laughs> right. You know, take a kid to a jail. You're like, kids, if you do bad, you'll end up here. Don't go there. Because they'd be like, oh, oh, all I got to do. 
I'd like to end up here. Wow. That's amazing. I know. Golf course? I mean, what what kind of food? Do they have, like, food court? Chick-fil-A? Oh, can you imagine? I don't, I don't know. We, we were not Ruby allowed Tuesdays? to go in the, in the dining hall. Oh. We, didn't have, we didn't have any work in there, but they told us it was just like a... Uh, Sort of like a buffet line, you know. They got but, a P.F. Uh, Chang's is what I'm hearing. Olive Garden. This That's crazy. This so crazy. Now I'm jealous, Todd Chris. <laughs> he got 20 million bucks and gets to go to fun camp? I mean, Dang. maybe this is all part of his master plan. My wife would never say anything about me golfing all the time. <laughs> no, not in there. No, I, no, I have you're to. good. I've been given three to five rounds a week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, well, Ed, I appreciate that call. I, thank you for the insight you gave us here. Thank you very much, and I appreciate you listening. Uh-huh. All right. Thank you, sir. All right, Ed. That's crazy. I want to go to jail. That's a country club, man. Yeah. That's what it is. You get to live at the country club. Wow. Your membership fee is commit a crime. No kids. And then to mow the grass, great. I do that every other week, too. That's true. I know. Those people probably like to keep a pristine yard. (laughs) No HOA dues. (laughs) Jeez. (sighs) Okay. Okay. Well, now I'm sad at my life. I'm rethinking my life right now. Experts say put a barrier between your tree and your pet, especially when you put your tree up. It's new. It's big. The pet could pull it over, hurt it. Could start a fire in the house. Could break stuff. So put your Christmas tree, if you can, as close to the corner as possible. So if it does fall, it's got walls to kind of break its fall. Surround it, if you can, with a baby gate or something to keep the dogs away from it. Hmm. Otherwise, the trees will die as well. Or the pet could get very sick by eating the, the needles. Oh, wow. The pet could also die. This is from mental floss. So pets and Christmas trees are an accident waiting to happen. And that being said, I'd like to share. Oh, I'll, I'll let him share the story about he almost died. Scuba, you want to tell the story about you almost dying? Yeah, your happened, Christ- yeah, happened, yeah Merry Christmas, by the way. Yeah, uh, good, good tidings. <laughs> yeah, so it happened last night. We're putting up our Christmas lights. And you know how traditionally there's like the plastic Christmas lights that are like the little bulbs. And then they have the nicer ones that are the, the uh, glass bulbs. So I've got the nicer ones. We're putting them up. Okay, flex. Yeah, I'm rich. <laughs> well, he didn't me. even have to do that whole song and dance about cheap and nice. He's like, you know how they have those? Why do I have the other ones? You could have just said we have the... Go ahead. Yeah, well, they were given to me by my grandfather before he passed. And I'm so, just sad. Uh-huh. Okay, he got us back. We're back to even. Go ahead. Thank you. And so I'm putting them up. It's a little, a little wet yesterday, and I'm not paying attention to it. I'm just putting the lights up really quick. They're plugged in so you can see that they're working or not. And I go to grab what part of the strand, and all of a sudden, I just almost black out, and I feel this feeling of... And I just was like... I just stood there. And I'm like, what in the heck just happened? And I looked down at my finger, and it's stuck in... There's like a bulb missing, and my finger got somehow lodged into the actual socket where the bulb goes. You felt the shock? I felt the shock. I, I passed out. I don't know how long time passed. But, but <laughs> oh still standing? Hey, the last thing he remembers is something called Y2K. Whoa. <laughs> they were telling us the computers may not work. Yeah, but he passed out standing. Yeah, but yeah. how did this electricity stop? Well, I think stop? there's a difference of passing out and just blacking out. Like, like bl- yeah, I wouldn't say blacking, but blanking. like blanking. Like yeah, blank. yeah, yeah. Not like pa- I didn't like hit the ground and fall or anything. What did like- it feel? Did, did you feel it coming on? Or did you feel it at the end of it? How did you get your finger out of it? It was just like an absolute surprise. And so it was there and it happened. It probably lasted a few seconds and then I pulled it out immediately. But what the weird thing was, was the feeling that I had. Like it kind of turned me on. Like right. the, the, the shocking of it. And I, <laughs> I kind of wanted to do it again. 
Wait, what? I was like, God, what were you going to put in that hole? Uh-huh, uh-huh, you know what? <laughs> what in the world? You mean it allowed you to feel something? Yeah, like I felt something. I was like. You felt alive. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I felt like this should, this is wrong. Like, oh, oh my God, my I don't want to ever do it again. But I was like, but I kind of want to do it again. So to you, it was just, it was like a thrill. It was kind of a thrill, but I'm nervous okay. because I'm. Hey, give me a fork. Scooby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bro, like you almost died, and now you're all excited about it. Maybe it's the thrill of death. Maybe, maybe it excites me. It's a new revelation. Well, I'm glad oh, you didn't gosh. die. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. And it's really cool. You got the expensive ones. Yes. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Sorry, your grandpa died. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> But I've never heard of anyone getting shocked to the point where they're almost blacking out and going, like, I really liked it. <laughs> Turned them on. Turned them on. That's some dark stuff there. I, I feel like better help. <laughs> They'll be like, we have no Promo manual for this. Promo code bones. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out later. You have to go to, like, five different therapists. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know, He's man. like, I've tried the drop-down bar. There's just not anything for erotic shocking. <laughs> I mean... Well, you know, ho, 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 buddy. Yep, Merry exactly. Christmas. I'm glad you're okay. Did you tell your wife you like that? I haven't told her no, no, because yeah. she'll freak out. We're gonna have the car battery in the bedroom. And What's, that so, called? What's that oh, called? I, I don't know what it's called. I'm gonna, I'm ending no, this. No, it's called something. All right. This first voicemail is in regards to Eddie seeing a UFO and coming in on the show. I mean, he's fired up. He saw it. He's excited, a little bit scared, but he's told us all about it. And this is someone who wants to tell you about that. Come on, Eddie. I'm so sorry, buddy, but you didn't see a UFO. What that was was one of those Chinese fire balloons that they let out, you know, for memory of someone. They go up, and once they get so high, they run out of oxygen, and they go out. It's not that you saw it going up, and then it went so fast it just disappeared. It's just a light burnout, man. (laughs) I'm sorry, but unidentified fiery object is what you saw, buddy. Love the show. I don't know that that's what it was. Yeah, it I don't sounds know like it. And I, I love it burnt out. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. I love that people come on and tell me what I saw. Hey, man. You know what you saw? <laughs> it's a wine cooler. And I yeah. had it right before I called here. Six of them. Yeah. Bartles and James. Ever heard of them? Bartles and James. That's old school, dude. That's old school. <laughs> My mom drank that. <laughs> Remember the commercial? It was like two old men. All right. Here's uh, Megan. I was out of work for two weeks. I had surgery. Um, I obviously wasn't going out in the mornings to drive to work. But I went back to work this week, and I got to tell you, it makes my morning hearing you guys. I absolutely missed all your voices every single morning. Just wanted to tell you, I love you guys. You guys are awesome. Keep doing what you're doing because you're making my day. Uh, thanks. It's very nice. Here's a little treat for you. Here's all of our voices at the same time. Three, two, one. Uh, I just want you to know. I just think about you. All right, there you go for her. Day. Little treat for you, Megan. Merry Christmas. Good tidings. The Here's Amy's pile of stories. I have the most searched celebrity of 2022. Taylor Swift, because she's back. Obviously, The Rock's always up there, and the Kardashians are always up there. I, I, I count the Jenners in there with that as well. Donald Trump gets a lot of attention. Fauci. This, this is someone who, uh, you know, a lot of those people over the years, it could be any given year that maybe they were the most searched. This is really just this year. I, about, I doubt you've ever searched this person before this year. <laughs> Meet me outside. Oh, catch me outside. Catch me outside. Yeah, that's what it is. Catch me outside. <laughs> Who is it, Amy? Amber Heard. <laughs> oh. Most searched? Yeah, because of the Johnny Depp. No, I Amber know Heard. why, but I just didn't oh. care enough. About- 
Well, that's surprising. She got an average of 5.6 million searches every single month. Yeah, I, d- I just give no craps at all. That trial was awesome. Not even, yeah, you said that. I don't, <laughs> I don't even have a mild interest. Okay, well, and then right behind Isn't her. She from Austin? Is she? Yes. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, right behind her with 5.5 million searches per month would be Johnny Depp. Oh, the trial. <laughs> Who were you going to say? Not them. I don't know. McGruff, Time Dog. <laughs> Anybody but them. I, I just I, I just wasn't interested. I felt like it was a little too dramatic. I, I'm not. That's not my thing. Okay, what else? There's a new popular emoji. I want to mm-hmm. see if anybody in here is using it. You know the one that I use a lot now? The, the smiley face, but with the glasses like I wear? Oh, yeah. Oh, because it, it looks like you. It's good for you. Yeah, but you know why I use it? Do you know what my statement is when I use that? Mm. Smart. I know what you I'm would think. About. Maybe. That's showbiz, okay. baby. It could be any of those. Here's the thing. I just post it when I have nothing to say back, and people just interpret their own way because it really <laughs> says nothing. Oh. That's it funny. just looks like me. So if someone sends me a message and... Because sometimes you have to end text with people. So, like people that are older want you to end text conversations with them. Or they also sign their name sometimes too. Yes, yes, which, I've which seen that. Weird thing. <laughs> yeah. And so I just started to post that as like my ending is it means nothing. And so now somebody else send me a text and I don't have a response. Send it back. Because it looks like me and they just think it's like me posting me. So, but that ain't it. But that should be. It's <laughs> my number one. Um, I'm going to go the hand clap. No. It is the saluting face emoji, where the emoji is like, oh, saluting. I get confused on all the the water coming out of the eyes because there's water that's like pouring out of the eyes, like crying. Mm -hmm. There's like the sweat cry, but it's also like, are you sweating or are you crying? There's, so it's like, which one? I don't. There's the the laughing cry. There's the smirk too, that's like this. And you're like, but what are you saying to me? What's the smirk? Oh, mean I exactly? like that one. I know, but there's so many ways to interpret it's like, that. Hmm. Nope. I asked. I said, okay, what's this smirk? It was like, because that's pretty funny. Like, no, oh. no, 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 that's not the smirk. <laughs> there's too many. So you know what I sent back? The glasses. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, the reason why this is so popular is in the tech world. And this is according to the New York Times. So many people are getting laid off like Twitter and other companies that it's their stoic farewell and gesture of respect to their colleagues as the ship goes down. <laughs> and it's just all over Twitter and different platforms. Well, that got said. I know. So they so- post when they get fired. Damn. They go find a new job. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. So gender reveals sometimes can go terribly wrong, and poor Carrie Underwood, it happened to her, and it was not her fault. She had a show in Salt Lake City, and she agreed to help a family do a gender reveal, Uh, but the nurse read the chart wrong and ended up just sharing the gender of the mom instead of the baby. So Carrie's like, it's a girl. Still 50-50 chance that's right. Yeah. Even though she messes up there. Mm -hmm, So I'm guessing it's a story because it's a boy. Yeah, it's a big oopsie. Yeah, my my big oopsie was asking him, because I've done them before too. My big oopsie was going, all right, what do you want? And I got him, all right, here we go. What what, what would you prefer? We want a boy. It's a girl. Oh, man. Yeah. (laughs) I I just shouldn't ask. I just should open it and be like, Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, well, but how did they know it was a mess up? I th- well, so I, the nurse was involved. Like every, I don't know, it just got wrong. There's a whole clip on TikTok about it, but it's kind of the audio is just confusing. <laughs> I'm gonna search that one. But out. Carrie was just sharing on TikTok, like explaining how it all got messed up, and she felt really bad. But it was the nurse's fault. She took ownership. Okay, there you go. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Teresa Novak, been a teacher for nearly 30 years. 
always known as the teacher who gives all to her students. Now she is donating part of her liver to one of her former students. What? Wow. Yeah. Anytime you're going, like, I get it. You want to borrow a jacket? Yeah, cool. Even borrow the car, just put gas in it and clean it up, you know? But you, like a liver, a piece uh, of your liver. That's I mean, awesome. Yeah. One of Novak's first students when she was in fourth grade back in 1997 was Derek Norton. She works with Derek's sister at Woodridge High School in Peninsula, Ohio, and learned that Norton, who is married and has a young son, was suffering from a rare autoimmune condition and needed a transplant. So she read about it. She got tested, but didn't say anything about it. Didn't want to build up hope. Got tested. She's match, and she will be his living donor. The surgery is scheduled for this week. She says the family's grateful. She's just doing what she believes is right and what she hopes someone would do for her if she were in the same position. Quote, you can never predict something like this, but he's one of my kids and he needed me. That's awesome. That's, that's. I mean, that's a liver. And you're the doctor, so tell me. I'm the me, doctor. If, like, that's the Eventually organ. our listeners are going to really think I'm a real doctor. <laughs> just, just everybody knows I'm an honorary doctor. I have an honorary doctorate from the University of Arkansas. So, sure. It's a real... Okay, but hey, I'm not... You're the doctor. Okay. Yeah, you're the doctor. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the organ you want to donate, right? Because It you, grows back. You regenerate. Mm. So, like a starfish? Healthily. I, yes. As long as you're good. And, and all, it doesn't always well. regenerate to the exact same uh, shape, size, condition. Yeah, I knew you'd know. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> doctor, tell us more. But it does. Yes, it does grow. It does hopefully grow back. Right. Um, so, if you donate a, a, a kidney... You don't get that. That does idea. not grow back. It's just an empty You're space. Out one. For rent. You can put a for rent sign in there. You put anything in there you want. You can be a storage unit for something mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Shout out to Teresa Novak. That's that's awesome, Teresa. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.